before we get to last night's soccer highlights and look towards this weekend's action, not football-related, which, of course, still means plenty, we're getting close to basketball season as well. We said some good news involving a couple of head coaches. Jose Fernandez of the women's basketball team has been named to the Women's Basketball Coaches Association Board of Directors for this year. What a big-time sign of respect for the leader of the Bulls. He has been on several committees and in several positions with the WBCA, but, you know, always good to know that we've got a guy here that's not just respected around here, but respected big time nationally. And speaking of respect, it was great to see, and I saw the photos that Softball tweeted out along with Michael Kelly, a commendation for head coach Ken Erickson by the city of Tampa. He got his time there at City Hall on Thursday morning. Softball again is playing tonight. It's first game of the fall. They've been busy. Baseball's been busy. The difference is softball is actually putting together a schedule against other teams, and that begins at 6 o'clock against Eckerd. If you want to swing by there, you can. And then maybe swing over to Corbett Soccer Stadium, where it's a big game for the men against SMU. We'll tell you about that in just a second. But let's tell you about last night's game. Last time the Bulls were at home, their only conference loss was against SMU. They did not score, but since then... Things have gone their way. First of all, enormous win at Memphis last weekend. That score was 1-0, of course, in overtime. And when I say of course, it didn't really hit me until I started to roll down the schedule last night. Not only all the overtime wins, but all the one-goal victories. The Bulls have won all nine games entering Thursday night by one goal. And this was a Cincinnati team that actually just helped out the Bulls by tying SMU. Essentially, the Bulls got back control as far as finishing ahead of SMU. They were going to need help to finish ahead of Memphis, and they got that help late last night. We'll get there in a second, but let's start off with what happened. And no surprise when Sidney Nacello is in the middle of a goal situation. Short corner by LeBlick to Nacello, who works away over to the left side. Just took a little bit of a flop, and is that a penalty? It is. Wow, Sydney Nacello, a stealth penalty kick earned. She was right on the fridge, and now she will try and put the Bulls up here with 25 minutes and 39 seconds left in the first half. She has eight goals, three on penalty kicks, and looking for another here for USF. Anna Rexford, the sophomore, will try and stop her. Clapping her hands, trying to disrupt Nacello. Again, the wind is in her face. We'll see if she keeps it low as a result. There's the windup, and there's a low shot and a goal for USF. Beautiful job there by Cindy Nacello. Her ninth goal of the season, fourth from the spot, and the Bulls have a one nothing lead. If you look at the replay, Nacello was fouled outside of the penalty box by Vanessa DiNardo, and that was a story in its own right. DiNardo came in eight goals, 40 shots, the Bulls completely swallowed her up. She did not get off a shot, and of course, Nacello was all over the place. And really, Cincinnati didn't challenge Duke too greatly. They had some good pushes, didn't challenge the Bulls. Again, a team that just scored three against SMU, who the Bulls couldn't score on, but they either were out of gas or were just storing it up. They started making subs late, but the Bulls kind of imposed their will in this match. Cincinnati started off both halves with about two or three minutes of you know, as much as they could, pressing, outbursts, a couple of decent balls, but nothing consistent at all, and that really speaks to how well the Bulls played. But it was nice to get another goal, and of course it was Sidney Nacello, but wow, what a strike. 2019 fall, made the Sweet 16 for the first time in school history, and you look at players like Sidney Nacello, this is their chance in fate. Speaking of a steal and a shot, and a goal! That was beautiful! 
Sydney Nacello lined it up. You knew she was going to take the shot. She looked up, saw the right corner of the goal was available, but there was a lot of work to do. And it wasn't the wind. The wind has died down. That was all. Sid the kid, give her two, give her 10 for the year, and make it 2 nothing Bulls. And by the way, with her left foot, not her strongest foot, curls it inside the right post. She is amazing, and that was some shot by Sidney DeSello. That was not an easy goal. I tell you what that was, though. That was the end of the game. The Bulls were up 2 nothing, and that apparently is insurmountable. It just felt like it was over, even though there was still plenty of time left, and that's kind of the way the game unfolded. Denise Schulte-Brown was able to get in some players for their first time in a while, such as Cam Lazardi, first action of the year for the senior. Madison Schwarzenberger, Bulls, could have tacked on another goal, but really didn't need to in Cincinnati. As a team that came in with a pretty good run of play, but the Bulls shut them down. It was the Bulls' first two-goal lead all year, believe it or not. Had a chance to talk to both Sydney's goalkeeper, Sydney Martinez, who appreciated the work of the defense in front of her, Sydney Nacello, and then finally, Denise Schilty-Brown. The defense in front of you, I mean, I know you love to give them love, but they kind of made it a relatively easy night. What do you think about those guys? Uh, I mean... Our defense is one of the best in our conference, the best in our conference, in my opinion, and one of the best in the nation. The girls did their jobs tonight. I had to hardly do anything thanks to them. Like, they were on top of it tonight, so proud of them. I looked at it. Donardo had 40 shots. She had none tonight. Uh, just speak about your guys' approach to try and stop her, which she did. Um, it was just our game plan, just to keep the girls in front of us and make sure that we keep the ball, and that way they don't even have a chance on us. All right, so... Uh, Penalty kick, you, you get those every game. Let's uh, let's talk about the other goal, especially with the left. You looked up. Were you were you going there the whole time? It was. Yeah, I don't I don't even remember how I took the ball. Honestly, it just kind of landed. Like the girl might have fallen. It kind of just lucky bounced to my foot, and I saw the keeper was a little bit to that side, so I just bent it around her, and I barely barely took that one in. So grateful I didn't shank it. I had to double check. It was not just your first two goal win of the year, but your first two goal lead all year. Were you? It seemed comfortable. Were you guys trying to get that second goal finally? I mean, of course. I think the goal is always to score more goals than the other team, but we've been struggling to do that all year, so I think this was a great testament for us, and I think we handled it really well. And then how about the overall tonight? A lot of girls getting on the field uh, for some extra playing time that haven't gotten as much. How, how, how did that add to the uh, fun? Yeah, I think anytime you can use your depth, it's always a good thing, especially heading in. We've had, what, seven overtimes, eight overtimes? So legs are going to get tired, and we want to count on pretty much everyone that's on this roster to play a role, whatever it is on that given day. So when they get to come in and kind of whatever the timepiece is and make a mark and do something for us, it's positive. It was a it was a good crowd. Let's talk about that. It was, a good, it was a great crowd. Yeah, speak about that. I mean, hopefully it's not the last game we play here, right? Honestly, I I'm being I love this crowd. I love being at Corbett Stadium. Our actually motivational talk was about having pride and focus and you know protecting your house and I don't think we've done an amazing job of that this year so it was great to come out here and see them take pride in this amazing stadium that we've been so blessed with. You look at Cincinnati's results and they've had some good ones but uh, you guys really did control play they started out strong in each half and then sort of you guys took over did you see it going that way today because it was all in your favor? I mean I really respect um, Cincinnati I think that Neil's done a phenomenal job with that program and you know I think that that those girls have been through a lot, so my heart goes out to them and goes out to the coach, and I'm just, I hope they have a, a great journey this year. I think they deserve it, and um, 
So no, I didn't. I didn't anticipate the game quite going the way it did. I was really proud of the girls. I thought they were patient and um, really executed what we asked them to well. And last for me, did you realize that was your first two-goal lead all year? And how important and nice was it to get? I, it felt it felt that way at halftime. I said to Macy, I'm like, man, I'm I'm not gonna take any stock in being up one goal, but it feels way better. My stress level, my shoulders, my head. I mean, it's it's crazy how much better that feels. <laughs> Before we get back to the Bulls, you heard her say her heart goes out to Cincinnati. They had a former member of their program, Allie Sidlowski. This would have been her fourth year with the Bearcats. She died in a drowning accident before the season. And actually, I mentioned Vanessa DiNardo with her great year with eight goals. She changed her jersey number to Sidlowski's number three. She had four goals in her first three seasons, DiNardo. So her eight this year shows you how inspiring that former teammate has been. Cincinnati still has a chance to make the conference tournament. So the Bulls stay in first place, but as we told you, they were going to need at some point, last night would have been great, for Memphis to not win a game because basically since the Bulls had a loss to SMU and that tie to Houston, even though the Bulls had beaten Memphis, that was the Tigers' only blemish. So in other words, they needed to get another blemish in their last three games, and they got it last night. It was a stunning goal by Houston. We will have that for you on the conference show around the American. It means that if the Bulls win their last game, they have to sit out Sunday and then play Thursday at Temple, which is not a gimme, by the way. The Owls will be playing for probably a spot in the conference tournament, but at least the Bulls know if they win that game that they will be the American Athletic Conference regular season champions and host the conference tournament. Last night's win basically guarantees the Bulls a first-round bye, but they're not trying for the second spot. They're trying for the first spot tonight. The men's team going up against SMU, and if they win, they will be in a tie for the last spot in the conference tournament. Of course, the Mustangs, an outstanding team, but they have been held down in some games. The Bulls played them respectably in Dallas, 2 to nothing. Of course, we'll have much more on the game when we hit the air tonight, a little bit before 7 o'clock. The volleyball team looking for its first win of the season at Memphis. That is tonight. Tigers just have one conference victory, so a real chance there. Then they're at Dallas to play SMU on Sunday. 